This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's going on, D.C.? Time to get up and at them. Here on AWOD Radio, I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. From 1-4 to 7-5-1 with a bye week here this weekend. A chance to sit back and watch the G-Men take on the Eagles. And all of us Commanders fans are definitely going to be praying for the Eagles to get a win here so that the 7-5-1 Giants come to FedEx Field for Sunday Night Football against the 7-5-1 Commanders. Yep, there's four games left in the season, and the Commanders control their own destiny. Ethan Cadeau joins us on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Sports betting has come to Maryland. It's awesome. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable betting opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app today or visiting BetQL.com. Ethan Cadeau joins me here on the BetQL Hotline. What's going on, Ethan? What's going on, man? Happy to hear from you here on a Saturday. So, Ethan, I've been talking about it all show. So what do you think, man? Why can't the Commanders... Go on a run here, run the table, and get into the playoffs. Why not? There's no reason they can't. You can take the optimistic look at the rest of their schedule, too. Sunday night at home under the lights against the Giants, a team you're probably pretty evenly matched up with, but you should win that game. Then the other three opponents, San Francisco, they're on their third-string quarterback. The Browns look terrible with Deshaun Watson under center. And then the Cowboys in Week 18 might not have anything to play for. So, I don't think a three-and-one stretch out of that is completely out of the question, and I don't think they're going to go four-and-zero. So I'm not going to say that's possible, but I think three-and-one should be the goal. I think it's very attainable, and that almost certainly should get them into the postseason. What would a four-and-zero or even like a three-and-zero, a three-and-one run look like in your mind? Is that Taylor Heineke throwing the ball forty-two times, forty times like he did last game, or is it him throwing the ball twenty times and Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson rushing the ball, combining for about thirty-five to forty carries? Is it ground and pound, or do we try to get Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, and McLaurin more involved with the passing game? What would it, a run look like where Washington gets in the playoffs in your mind? I think it's a mix in between those two because we've seen them have success with this ground and pound, control the clock, have your defense play well, control time of possession offense. But we also saw against the Giants last Sunday, you need to get the ball into your playmaker's hands. I mean, Jahan Dawson needs five to seven touches. Curtis Samuel needs five to seven touches. Terry McLaurin needs to lead the team in targets because he's by far your best offensive weapon. And if they run the ball – 40 times, which they've done in games past, there's just not enough targets to go around. And the whole reason that dating back to the offseason why this team brought in Carson Wentz 
was so they could be more dynamic on offense and really open up that passing game. Obviously, Wentz isn't under center anymore, but there's no reason to say Heineke can't connect with these other guys. I mean, Jahan Dotson and him finally were able to find some chemistry against the Giants, and then those two and Curtis Samuel kind of led them down on that game-tying drive in the fourth quarter. So I think there's definitely a mix. They haven't really had that perfect mix yet, but no better time to come together and really find that over these final four weeks when you need to win these games. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I think we ground and pound, and I think you need Robinson to get over 100 yards, and you need Gibson to do something and break away at least for one big you know, 15 or 20-yard gain. But to win games in the NFL, you do need a few explosive plays, like that Dotson touchdown against the Giants. Boom, that's an explosive play late in the fourth quarter to tie the game. You need more of that, right? Curtis Samuel, explosive play in overtime. And so you're right. I think it's ground and pound, ground and pound, and then eventually play action, at least chuck it deep once, and maybe you don't even connect with Terry McLaurin, but he earns a pass interference penalty and it's 40 yards down the field. That counts also as an explosive play. Uh, so, Ethan, what would you say is your biggest takeaway through 13 weeks of the season? How was Ron able to turn this season around? That's an excellent question because I, like pretty much everyone else in this town, was ready to write this team off after they were 1-4. and four. And even after that win on Thursday night against the Bears, when they were 2-4 and four and Carson Wentz looked terrible and they barely won because Darnell Mooney dropped that pass on the goal line to end the game. I don't know. I, the Packers game was obviously the best they looked at that point throughout the year and they kind of just rode the momentum. I think there's a combination of a bunch of reasons. Obviously, Taylor Heineke coming in and taking over at quarterback really gave a spark. I don't think it was such a drastic improvement over Carson Wentz the way some people do. I do think he's been better, obviously, but I think the guys in the locker room just, there's something about Heineke. You can't qualify. You can't point to a specific stat and be like, this is why he's leading the charge so well, but the guys respond to him. They play hard. They win games. And also that defense. I mean, Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen are arguably the best one-two defensive tackle punch in the league. That pass rush is really starting to work. Montez Sweat's playing really well. Even the other guys like F.A. Obata, Casey Tuhill, James Smith-Williams are all playing really well. So I think it's kind of a combination of both the offense rallying around Heineke. Brian Robinson's return's obviously been a huge part. He's gotten a bigger workload every game, and I think that's going to continue the rest of the year. And then it's just all these guys are really just growing to their own. I mean, they're starting to find some chemistry together. And the secondary, you look at Derek Forrest, uh, Cam Curl, those guys are starting to play all the time. Getting rid of William Jackson made a big deal, too. So there's just a bunch of small things that this team has done that I think has just added up into the successful run they've been on. Yeah, it's just made, you know, it's made watching Sundays, uh, just watching football on Sundays so much better, seeing this team compete and win games. Ethan Cadeau with me here on the BetQL guest hotline. If you were the head coach, what three things are you working on during the bye week? I asked Matthew Paris this earlier this week on my show in Richmond, which you can hear on the Odyssey app Monday through Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. Type in 910 The Fan AWOD Radio. Uh, and, and Matt said, red zone efficiency, Find a way to bring in Chase Young, get him um, some action, and third down efficiency. Now, don't steal his unless you really want to, but what three things are you working on? Uh, I'm going to steal one. Red zone efficiency is definitely the number one thing I'd work on. That They should have had that touchdown to Logan Thomas in the Giants game early on. We've seen this group move the ball pretty 
pretty much with ease against some teams from the, in between the 20s. But when they get in that red zone area, obviously they just haven't been able to find pay dirt as often as they want. The other thing, they just really need to get healthy. And there's a lot of guys that are dealing with more of like week-to-week injuries and even like playing through injuries. I know Trey Turner, he's been out with a knee-to-ankle injury. They need him to come back. Sam Cosme injured his ankle in that Giants game. They need him. Benjamin St. Juiced, he's missed the last two games with that ankle. He, his presence was really missed in that Giants game. Christian Holmes kind of had a rough one there. And then we don't know what's going to happen with Tyler Larson. It seemed like he suffered a kind of serious injury at the end of that Giants game. But he's been another like kind of hidden gem that they've had ever since he came in the lineup. That offensive line's looked a lot better. So getting healthy, I know it's hard because it's so late into the year, but I think this week off – should really benefit these guys. They don't really practice in a bunch of pads and all that that often trying to preserve their health now, but I think literally just a week off of football will be huge for them. And Chase Young obviously coming back is key. I don't want to steal mats, so I'm going to come up with one more. Um, I think they just got to – Heineke has to not make that one stupid throw he makes every single game, cut down on the turnovers. I feel like – Part of the reason why they're still a part of this fan base that hasn't fully bought into Heineke is because whenever he goes on a nice little run and you see him like playing well, he makes that one throw where you're like, what are you doing? We saw it at, right before halftime in the Falcons game. We saw it in the Vikings game, which kind of cost him the game in the fourth quarter. He's just always seems poised to make that one, one errant throw at such a crucial and opportune time, and it comes back to bite him. So cutting down on turnovers, especially from the quarterback, is – the last thing I'm really focused on over these final four weeks. Yeah, I mean, definitely need to get healthy. The bye week comes to the perfect time in my mind because, like you said, you get a week off here. Guys can come back from injury. And, and I said this, look, I think you win that game against the Giants, we're probably too cocky we lose the rematch. We lose that game, all momentum's gone, the season's over, I don't think we respond. We tie that game, and the guys are hungry now. And look, how great is this? The Giants can lose this weekend, tough game against Philly. The 49ers can lose this weekend, no Jimmy Garoppolo. Seattle could lose this weekend, Washington can't lose, how nice is that? Alright, let's get into the injuries real quick before I let you go. You mentioned all the guys, I think the most important guy is Benjamin St. Juice. How confident are you, and who do you think plays next Sunday? I think St. Juice is truly 50-50. He's been dealing with a mid- to high ankle sprain. That's what Ron Rivera told us. So that's usually like a three- to five-week recovery. He's missed two games. This will be the third week. So Sunday's game will be a month, roughly. Like next Sunday's game against the Giants will be a rough or a week or a month, roughly, sorry, from the injury. So I think there's a decent chance he plays. They really need him back. And then Trey Turner, I know – he struggled beginning at the or at the beginning of the year. He got pulled for Sadiq Charles in the Dallas game, but ever since he got reinserted to the lineup, he's been really solid. And he missed last week's game with a knee and an ankle injury. He's dealing with a lot. But if Tyler Larson can't go, if Sam Cosme can't go, this offensive line depth is really going to be tested, and we're going to see it if they can't perform against that Giants front. So those guys are what I'm really keeping an eye on. It doesn't look like Tyler Larson's going to play. They haven't made any roster moves with him yet. But he looked, it looked pretty serious. He tweeted safer fields after the game, which is that hashtag that all these players have been talking about getting better turf at these uh, fields that have like synthetic split film turf, like at the Meadowlands, where it's more susceptible to injuries. So mm. that one's going to be that's a pretty big loss, especially if they have to go to Nick Martin or move back to West Schweitzer. But 
I'm, those are the ones I'm really focused on. That's Ethan Cadeau. Follow him on Twitter, Ethan underscore Cadeau, writing about the Commanders and more for NBC Sports Washington. Ethan, great stuff as always, man. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me on. Yep. Ethan Cadeau joined me on the BetQL Guest Hotline. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. How are we feeling, Commanders fans? Sitting here at the bye week right now, and I think we're sitting pretty, 7-5-1. and one. There's some good football on this Sunday. And like you heard one of my callers say, we could sit back and watch other teams lose, and the best part is Washington can't lose this week. We can't even tie this week. We're not taking the field. And so I talked about it earlier this week on my show in Richmond. There's a better's guide or commander's guide to who to root for this weekend. Rooting for the Eagles to take on the Giants and get a win. Rooting for the Bucks to defeat the 49ers. Rooting for the Panthers to defeat the Seahawks. And we want to see all the teams that are here in the wild card race in the NFC take a big fat L. Then hopefully Washington could run the table and get into the playoffs. And not just the seventh seed, maybe even the sixth. Maybe we get up to Dallas territory there as the five. I would love that. Man, imagine Washington and, and uh, Taylor Heineke with a rematch against Tom Brady and the Bucs and the way they've struggled offensively this season. Heineke could be the better quarterback in that game. No, I'm kidding. Tom Brady's still the GOAT. You saw that drive he had last weekend. But I'd like our chances against the Bucs or the 49ers. They said Jimmy Garoppolo could maybe return in four weeks. I doubt that. If he, even if he does return, I still like our chances. And I think we beat Brock Purdy. In the regular season, we probably beat him again if it's a playoff matchup, even if it's on the road in San Francisco. And Minnesota, the number two team. We had them. We had them dead in the rights. Had them up 10 in the fourth quarter. I think if that game gets played again in the fourth quarter 10 times, we win 9 out of 10 times. Just unlike, unlucky. And even the one seed in the NFC, we've already defeated them, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're 11-1 and one right now. They might finish the season 16-1 and one or 15-2. and two. I'm not scared of them. I don't think they're that good of a football team. We already set up the game plan. How to beat them. And I think a lot of teams around the league took notes on that. How are you feeling, Commanders fans? 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Brian in Georgetown. Brian, you're on the fan with Adam Epstein. Hey, Brian, are you there? All right, maybe we could try to get him back on hold, Caitlin. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, what's going on, Brian? Hey, sorry about that. Uh, big fan. I've been uh, listening to you for a while, my first time calling. Oh, man, I appreciate that, dude. What's going on? Uh, well, you know, uh, I'm a, I've been a fan for about 20-plus years, seeing a lot of stuff going on. Uh, just a few things that I wanted your input. Um, you know, the DMV fans really cracked me up. I mean, um, I don't think I can remember a, a meaningful game since, like, what I don't know how long, really. So here we are, right? Seven, five, and one. Um, realistically, do I think we can run the table? I don't think so. Um, not with our offense putting in twenty points a game, but I think the two and two is very, uh, very possible. Um, I, I, I don't know if we can beat the Cowboys and the Eagles. That seems like a really tall task. Um, but with with two and two, do you think we can make it with two a two and two uh, finish out? Two and two is going to be tough, man. Look, I, I think the tie is going to work in our favor 
if Seattle or San Francisco drop a game that they're not supposed to lose, right? If Seattle somehow lost to the Panthers this weekend, boom, we jump them because of that tie. And I like our chances if that happens. But if those two teams, I feel like they're going to end up with 10 wins, which is why I feel like we need to win three of four. Uh, But you're right. It's like the fan base isn't happy here. You'd probably have to go back to 2015. Last time we had a game that was this important next Sunday. And a lot of people are still upset about Snyder and everyone wants him to sell the team but that doesn't mean that we can't pack FedEx on Sunday and and actually be happy and cheer for this team and root for us to be successful this season you know what I mean Brian question I want you really your 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 analysis and thought on it Heineke okay so we know he's a great player Uh, I mean you can tell when Jonathan Allen and the, the the top players on the team loves the guy it speaks volumes right yeah. Do you feel like there's something that can be tapping with Heineke that we have not seen? Do you think he can get over overcome that one pass in every game that cut that nearly destroy us? Could he ever be that guy that gets over that hump and shows us show us who he he can really truly be? Even though his arm is not very strong, what are your thoughts? Do you have those thoughts the same way as I? I feel like he can have that consistency, but something is just always holding him back. I don't know what that is with his play calling. Or, or, or really, this is who he is. But maybe because I'm hopeful, I'm a fan of whoever's back there, whether it's Wentz or Heineke. But since we have Heineke, it would be nice to see him just step up and put up three touchdowns a game versus just barely one or two here and there. So uh, I'll hang up, and I want to, I would love to hear your input. All right, Brian. Thanks for the call, man. I really appreciate it. One of the members of the AWOD Army. So with Heineke, it's just too hard to bet against him, right? I mean, I saw a picture yesterday on his Instagram. He's back on his sister's couch hanging out during the bye week. That's where he was a few years ago. He wasn't even close to the NFL. And so I'm not going to bet against Taylor Heineke to say that he couldn't have a three-touchdown game here in the next four weeks and, and be a catalyst to leading this team into the playoffs and leading us to a playoff win. Heck, he battled his ass off against Brady two years ago. I'll say this against about Taylor Heineke. I think he needs to unlock his own game himself by just going out there and not thinking too much, and just go and make a play. And I feel like, I don't know if it's, it's hard to say if it's the coaches getting in his head, or maybe it's the past uh, injuries he's had, and he knows this, you know, he wants to fight to keep this starting job, and he doesn't want to lose it the way Wentz got it, lost it by just simply missing a game due to injury, right? Wentz is not going to get another shot, even though he lost his spot due to injury. And so I think Heineke is kind of thinking, hey, I need to be a pocket passer, pocket passer. That's why you make millions and millions in the NFL. But if he's going to unlock that next level in his game, I think he's got to stop that and be this crazy off-the-wall scrambler guy that's going to dive into pylons, that's going to run the ball. You know, three different times against the Giants last week, He had a play-action rollout, and I'm thinking, run, run. You run, that's a first down. You run, that's at least five or six yards. You keep the chains moving, and instead, he threw it downfield, or he threw it to a tight end, or he threw it to Jahan Dotson. And I don't know what it is about him that he's trying to to throw too much and not just say, screw it, I'm going to run. You know, I don't know if he's scared uh, about getting hurt. I don't know if it's uh, coaches are telling him not to, but I really think... He's got to just let it loose and 
Run the damn ball. And look, you're running the ball. Look at the way Daniel Jones did on those QB keepers. Heineke can do that. Like, what's the deal? Why is Daniel Jones so much more elusive than Heineke? He's not, I mean, he's probably faster. He's probably stronger. But I think Heineke's quicker. I think Heineke probably has more experience running the ball like he what he did at Old Dominion. And so it's just, a, it's a weird thing that Daniel Jones is way more successful running the football than a guy like Taylor Heineke that you'd think, oh yeah, he's going to scramble like crazy. But I don't understand why this fan base is never happy. Like, I'm, I'm stunned, and I, I'm glad Brian called and put up that brought, that, brought that point here, because we haven't had a meaningful game in December in a long time. Yeah, we got into the playoffs at like 7-9 and nine, uh, Rivera's first year. That, we backed into the playoffs, all right? We backed in. Backed into the parking spot. We could parallel park in here this time, go on a four-game win streak. This fan base is never happy. I'm stunned. I thought my opening rant here to start the show was awesome. We're not only going to get into the playoffs, we're going to win a game. And yet I'm, all I'm getting is negative Nancy Callers. What's up with that, Caitlin, producing the show? What's up with that, Connor? Where's the positivity, right? Where's the positivity for this team? It's, is it because we're coming off of a tie? This team was garbage. Garbage at 1-4. 1-4. Now we're playing like a legit NFL team with a solid running game, a great defense, a special team that converts. How great is that? It's fun to watch them play. Somebody asked me on Twitter, what would you grade Ron Rivera for this season? I think he deserves at least a B-plus right now. I'll give him an A if they win out. I think that's very possible. I want to hear from you. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Welcome back. What's going on? You're listening to AWOD Radio here on a Saturday morning in the nation's capital. December 10th, I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Live and local here till 12 noon. We've got a lot to get to on the show today. I uh, still want to talk about John Wall returning to DC. I know we've been doing a lot of NFL coverage already, but John Wall making his first appearance back at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. since 2018. And Ava Wallace had a really good article about that on the Washington Post this morning. So we'll get to that in the final hour of the show, around 11 o'clock. But right now, back to the phone lines, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. Why aren't there more positive Commanders fans? We control our own destiny. Four wins and we're in. Two of them against divisional opponents. The other two against backup quarterbacks. And again, I'm calling Deshaun a backup until he shakes off that rust. He looked terrible last week. Brock Purdy, never been scared of him in my life. Commanders by double digits. Debate me on it. 1-800-636-1067. I'm all in on this Commanders team here. Ron Rivera has turned it around. Heineke's got that magic. We got a great running back uh, tandem there with Gibson and Robinson Jr. Three great wide receivers. And, and, and look... Four great defensive linemen as well. Got to give Casey Tuhill a lot of credit, man. Got to give uh, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen all making plays. All right, phone lines here. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Pat in Mechanicsville. Pat, what's going on, buddy? Hello. Hey, what's up, Pat? All right, what's happening, man? Hey, um, I love Haneke, but... um. You know, he's one bad half away, I think, from getting benched again. Um, but I hope he doesn't because, you know, we need and, – and what I like to see Heineke do is use his legs a little bit more because um, I think he can make a lot of plays with his legs. Uh, and, uh, you know, the hardest thing about 
you know, we talk about going three and one and all of this in San Francisco. You got to remember, it's not the quarterback San Francisco. I'm worrying about is that it's their defense. I mean, we may have a three nothing game the way their <laughs> defense plays. All right, man, I'm out. Y'all have a good one. All right, Pat, I appreciate the call. Look, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw Wentz play because Heineke got injured, but I think that drive against the Giants kind of stamped him in as the starting quarterback for the rest of the season, down 20-13 to 13 with under five minutes left in the fourth quarter. He goes, what, like 90 yards, connects with Jahan Dotson, they get in the end zone, ties the game at 20. I think at that point right there, there's no way you could go back to Carson Wentz for the final four games of the season. I have faith in Heineke. He's got some magic. He's got the mock. Everyone loves to say that about him, and the team plays so hard for him. And look, four games left at the end of the season here. I think we can win, get into the playoffs, and actually win a playoff game. I do not think the NFC is that good this year. I'm not scared of the Eagles, not scared of the Vikings. No way. All right, let's go back to the phone lines here. Mark and Largo. Mark, what's going on, buddy? Hey, 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 what's going on, Adam? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. Good to hear from you. That's good. Look, I, 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 I'll go one step further. I think this team could win one or two games because I, I'm with you. I don't, I'm not afraid of Vikings, not afraid of Eagles. The only team that would kind of scare me, but I really am not real scared because they have a, a physical running game, is Dallas. Because I think Washington's running game will beat the hell out of the Cowboys. Here's the reason why everybody in this fan base is so down on this team. And, and it's okay. not you. It's because of sports radio. And I, I, I've been Adam. I've been adamant saying this for the last few years. I've said that Dan Snyder is the major problem in this town, and why this team is the way it is. I agree, but I do think when you have, look, I love Grant and Danny, and I love the junkies. But all through training camp, all you heard all year long, Ron's going to get fired. Ron's going to do this. Ron's not going to do that. Carson's not going to do this. Carson's not going to do that. Oh, everybody loves Philadelphia and Dallas. We can't hit. When you hear that all the time on the shows of the junkies, and, and, and not too much on the B-Mitch and, and, and the Finley show, but you hear it a boatload of stuff on uh, Grant and Danny. When Grant and Danny is, all, especially Grant, Grant goes off on, on the tangent <laughs> about Chase Young. He goes off on a tangent about Ron Rivera. But everybody loved Jay Gruden. And the reason why everybody loved Jay Gruden is because Jay Gruden would go to a bar after practices and spill all the beans about what's going on at Redskins Park. Off the record. So everybody loved him. Everybody loved him. But the, but the players would die for Ron. You would never get the players to say that about Jay Gruden. And that is the difference. They love Ron where they never loved Jay because they felt like Jay was a, was a spy for the media. And I hate to say it like that, but that's the truth. Man, this has nothing to do with you, Adam. I mean, you, you, you're fair. You are what you are paid to do. You are a radio talk show host. You are not trying to pay, make this thing about, oh, well, we're trying to get our beans on beat, making this team look bad. Because we get new ownership and you keep doing the same stuff, people are going to shy away from listening to your station. And that's all I'm really trying to say. I love Hold on, you. so hold on. Let Mark, rant. Mark, Mark, I love your rant here. I, let me get this straight, because I, I do love theories, right? I, I love that kind of thing. So you're blaming sports radio for the entire fan base not getting excited about a 7-5-1 football team that could make a playoff run. Well, it's not about the ownership. It's not about the ownership, Adam. For all we know, Dan is selling the team, right? Yeah. So what else is the issue? It's got you. Look, Adam, you're, you're a smart man. 
You got you guys got to start taking a look in the mirror. I'm serious. Some of you guys got to really start taking a look in the mirror on how y'all critique this team. Like everything, they have to get fired every five minutes. It's a good point. I was I was calling for Ron Rivera's job earlier this season, so maybe I'm part of the problem. Mark, I appreciate the phone call. Thanks so much. Phone lines are open. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to David in Gainesville. David, you're on the fan. What's up, buddy? Oh, David, David dropped here. If you want to chime back in, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. The Commanders are 7-5-1, and one. four games remaining. Control our own destiny. Win and you're in, and you can be dancing in the playoffs. And, and look, I actually am being honest when I say I think we can win a playoff game, even if it's on the road, even if it's on the road. There's not one team in the NFC that scares me. There are five or six teams in the AFC that scare me. Five or six teams. That's how weird it is in the NFL this year. Honestly, look at the NFC. I am scared to death of Buffalo. They beat us by 30. The Chiefs. We had no shot against the Chiefs. The Ravens. I think Tyler Huntley could beat us. The Titans. They already beat us this year. Even though I think if Heineke was the quarterback, we win that game. The Bengals. They're one of the hottest teams in football right now. Joe Burrow's rocking and rolling. Two in the Dolphins. I don't want to play them. I don't even want to play the Jets. But you look at the NFC. I'm not scared at all. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 1-800-636-1067. You're listening to AWOD on The Fan. All right, rocking and rolling here on a Saturday morning. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio. 1067 The Fan live and local here in the nation's capital. Phone lines loaded right now, so let's go back to the phone line here. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. If you can't call us, you're too busy, you're too lazy, you want to tweet off away a hot take, well, you can tweet me throughout the show at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. Uh, let's go to line five. Corey in Montgomery. Corey, you're on the fan. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Adam? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm good. So, uh, I don't know what's up with all these negative magic calling in, man, saying we can't do this, we can't do that. Taylor went six one and one. Uh, I, I, I don't understand what else you need more from him. What do you need to see more from him? Like he's six one and one. Yeah, I see no reason why we can't go three and one in this last four game stretch. And we're gonna make it to the playoffs. And I'm right there with you, man. We're we're gonna win the playoff game, and we're gonna we're gonna shut everybody up. And that's all I gotta say, man. Thanks for taking my call. I love it, man. Thanks for the positivity, Corey. Let's keep it rocking here. You're listening to AWOD Radio, 1-800-636-1067 to chime in. Let's go to Mark and Landover. Mark, you're on the fan. What's up, buddy? Hey, AWOD. Been too long, buddy. Haven't talked to you in a while. I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm here in Richmond, Virginia now, dude. That's why you, you haven't heard me. You can hear me, though, on the Odyssey app, 12 to 3 p.m., Monday to Friday. Well, man, I try and listen to you every Saturday morning. AWOD, you're doing a heck of a job, buddy. And, hey, i got to make a comment, man. I wanted to say that you are always heading in the right direction. And keep going that way, Adam. And what I mean is, is you're talking about synergy. And you have good synergy with your listeners. That's why you're successful. That's why Taylor's successful. And also, you have to use energy in that synergy much more so than if you were going the other way with negative synergy. And you're a positive guy. And, hey, man. I like you talking about uh, the World Cup and soccer and stuff and keep doing it and other stuff that you talk about, man, and keep up the good work. And, uh, hey, man, I think uh, something you said earlier in the show about the offensive line 
People better remember that, that what quarterback is going to be successful with the offensive line that we've had for my man Taylor Heineke over the last two years. And they need to remember that hard, my friend. Mark, how confident are you in Washington to make the playoffs this season? Adam, I'm with you. I mean, if you, we could just buck the negative and everybody would show up next week and just, you know, no blue in the stands, all burgundy and gold like Doc says. And, hey, man, we're going to win that game and we can take it from there. But we need a good performance from Mr. Scott Turner. More than anything, Adam, you know that. I mean, I'm not against Scott, but I believe sometimes he's a little repetitive. And, man, he needs to mix it up. He's got the weapons. You know, don't be they, – they, they know what we're doing, sure. But, hey, get that run going. And, man, use those tight ends and hold on to that ball. That's what they have to do, Adam. Mark, I appreciate it. I'm with you, dude. Scott Turner's been good. He can be even better, right? He was great against the Giants up until they got to the 45-yard line, and then I think you got to run a play-action roll out there and take a shot for a 10-yard pass to get into field goal range. Instead, it was run, run, and screen pass, and instead, instead of playing for the win, they played not to lose and ended up tying that game. But I'm not giving up on this team. Rematch against the Giants. Look at everything that went right for New York in that game. They were down 10-0. The game was, I thought the game was over. We had all the momentum, a great running back, and then boom, deep pass to Darius Slayton. The explosive play changed the momentum. Daniel Jones gets into the end zone. All of a sudden, it's 10-3, then 10-10, then 13-10, they're up. And yet, Washington kept fighting and clawing back into the game, tied it in the end of regulation there, and had a chance to win it in overtime. And so you look at everything New York did right, and you say, are they going to be able to recreate that when they come to FedEx Field a week after playing against the Eagles? Maybe they lose this weekend. Maybe they win this weekend. They've got to focus on the commanders, and they've only got six days to focus on us while we've got 30 days to prepare for the Giants. I promise you, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, they're not going to let Daniel Jones run for 50 or 60 yards again next time. No way in hell is that happening. We are going to eat up Daniel Jones. We're going to cause another fumble on him, and the commanders will get a win Sunday night football. Prime time has been an issue for this team for as long as I can remember. I'm 29 years old. I I can barely count the amount of prime time games that we've won being a Commanders fan. And yet, Ron Rivera has won at least two of them that I can remember, including earlier this season. He's changed He's changed the culture on prime time. Instead of a blowout, I feel like we've got a shot. And so I love what Ron Rivera has done. And like the caller said here, I'm keeping it positive. The team is 7-5-1. and one, And as long as we can control our own destiny, I like our chances. Let's go back to the phone lines here. we got uh, Mitch in Jersey. Mitch, what's going on, buddy? How's it going, Adam? Happy holidays, happy festivus. Thank you. <laughs> you got you gotta like the way these teams. You mentioned the 49ers. The, them and the Redskins. I'm sorry, the Commanders are built the same way. You got the top two uh, defensive lines and top two out of the three in football. Good running backs, both, and same with the 49ers. And you gotta like the the Commanders wide receivers. Um, you don't have to have a great quarterback. If we get in the playoffs, both these teams are gonna make a good run. I, I have a feeling. And one more thing, too bad um, Baker Mayfield wasn't available. I think the commanders would have taken a fly on him. I would take him over uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Carson over there. I don't think Carson, I think he's just a backup. I think that's his future as a backup. But Baker, he played pretty good, just not knowing the playbook the other night. Yeah, he, he did. I saw someone said on Twitter, uh, it's so funny how the Rams Amazon primed a quarterback 
to the game for a game on Amazon Prime. They shipped uh, Baker Mayfield over there to the game there, and without even practicing, he won the game. Uh, look, I, I think Washington's got some, some a lot of talent, but they've got to play even better than their talent. They've got to come together as a whole. Right, they've got to. You've got to hit the offensive line. They've got to block well for Brian Robinson Jr. They got to do much better in pass protection if Taylor Heineke is going to have time to connect on the deep passes. I'm I'm interested in what Washington will do in the off season. I don't think Baker Mayfield's the answer. I think it's going to be Heineke, Sam Howell, and possibly another veteran. I think Washington waits another season, sees what they have with Sam Howell uh, if you have an opportunity next year or in preseason, and then you draft another quarterback. There are a few commanders that deserve to make the Pro Bowl in my mind, and one of the guys that's one of the most underrated defensive players in the NFL has been Cam Curl this season. The third-year safety is up against some great stars in that position, including the Cardinals' Buda Baker and the Bears' Eddie Jackson. And he did suffer an injury at this point uh, earlier in this season. But really, Cam Curl, since playing for Washington, has been unbelievable every week. Pro Football Focus has ranked him as one of their top-graded safeties. Then Terry McLaurin, year after year after year, I'm going to have to say, he deserves to be a pro bowler. He is a star. Justin Jefferson's a lock. I get that. Cooper Cup's not going to be in the Pro Bowl this year. Obviously, A.J. Brown's going to be in there. But I think McLaurin deserves to be in the Pro Bowl way more than a guy like C.D. Lamb for the Cowboys. McLaurin is eighth in the NFL in receiving yards and yards per catch. Tress Way should make the Pro Bowl. Deron Payne should make the Pro Bowl. And in my opinion, the new face of the franchise from his play over the last two seasons is defensive tackle Jonathan Allen. The fans love him. The teammates look up to him. They listen to him. He is a star. He's the heart and soul of the Washington's defense, and it's without question, in my opinion, he should make his second consecutive Pro Bowl. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7. The fan phone lines are open throughout the show. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Or you could tweet me. At AWOD Radio, I just got a tweet here uh, from all of it saying, Heineke isn't scared of the big moments and always performs. I like him better than a lot of quarterbacks in the playoffs. He plays his best during crunch time. And you got to agree with uh, the tweeter there. You can get in touch with me throughout the show at AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. And I have so much faith in Heineke. I I thought during that Giants game, when it came down to that final drive, I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking if he can't score, maybe you kick the tires on Carson Wentz. Instead, he gets into the end zone 20-20 tie game, and I like our confidence here following the bye week to get into the playoffs. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.